0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And with me is Joshua
1: Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido
0: of Fresno.
2: And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno.
1: Hello. All right, every, we're doing it. It's for real. Every, all of the listeners and you guys.
2: Yeah,
0: well, hi to you, too.
1: Yeah.
2: Hi, hello, everyone. We have been back. hanging out for the last I know. four well, hours. Well,
1: well, <laughs> well. They don't do, need to know We that. do, right. That's the pre-gaming to make sure that the podcast is the top quality content that we always do. <laughs> there you go. That's you true. Go. And that's the only way you get that, is from us really spending four or five hours prep time for each episode to <laughs> no. make sure that it's perfect.
2: The first hour is just... Us being degenerates. That's right, mm-hmm. and then it gets better from right, there. Right,
1: so there's really re- only like half an hour, of, like of uh, 15 minutes of actual, like pre-game, like right. stuff, and then four hours of just you know, Butt jokes or whatever. whatever. Yeah. So, but we do have a, a pretty good topic, episode topic. We'd Sent do. in
0: by Jared Wilson.
1: A longtime listener and a good friend of the podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: He also has a podcast himself, um, Marshall yeah. Thoughts Podcast, so give it a check out.
1: He, uh, I feel like, and I'm going to say this and it might not be true, but I feel like he's the, the original, like he's the original uh, podcast, of our podcast listener. You know, he might not actually be, but I feel like in my mind, he's the first one. Yeah, he like represents. When no one else was listening, it was him. <laughs> I don't know if that's at all true, but that's how, in my mind, so. (laughs)
2: Lenny Acuna and Jim Sullivan, (laughs) those guys are like, first of all, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) This is
1: why I said it's not, I I know that it's not true, but in my mind, that's how. Anyway.
2: Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Jared's a good friend of the podcast, and we got to meet him in person last year during Combat Con. Well, not last year. Shit. Yeah. The year before last. last.
1: Whenever they had the last one.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and hopefully we'll get to- See him this year. See him this year. Fingers crossed. So uh, Jared wrote in to us, and I'm going to lean in the microphone here as I look at the phone. Um, he said, podcast idea. With Aikido about weapons usage and weapon retention, how does that interplay with firearms? Retention? Close defense? Maybe a that'll never work episode. So just wants us to talk about handguns and yeah. he didn't.
1: Did he say handguns?
0: He didn't say handguns.
2: Oh, you know what? I put that in there.
0: Yeah, he is. He is talking about handguns, though, because um, he told me that he recently had uh, uh, been shooting handguns, oh, and that okay. was the first time for him. Like, oh, okay,
2: right? Yeah, I, yeah I, I saw the word down here. So I mean, in truth,
1: in truth, in truth, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, yeah. you could be talking about a handgun or a long sure. gun, but long gun, <laughs> long gun, just to show that I know pick, what I'm talking about. Long guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is a good one, and something that like. I think we... I don't think we've made... We, well, we probably have... We made that... We probably uh, have implicitly... Shoot
0: people and punch them in the nose one. Day. Right. Yeah, we've kind of talked around it a little bit.
1: Um, But I'm not... I don't know if we've, yeah, implicitly went through and talked about this, but
0: now we can. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... All three of us uh, shoot and, uh, and own handguns and, and train with At handguns. various levels of proficiency. Just let me, <laughs> right. Let, let me put that out there for you. <laughs> um, I'm a, an NRA certified uh, pistol and CCW instructor. Um, so I've done a pretty fair amount of shooting um, and had guns for, for a while. Um, and, and I think for all of us... Um, for all three of us, and, and I'll let them speak for themselves. But I think the 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 way that guns fit with Aikido is kind of like a no duh. Like it, they just fit so naturally that it's that it's not even a, a thing to think about. Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting because thinking about it now, actually, in the way that we approach um, the uh, in the way that we approach Aikido and how how we think it works, I sort of feel like guns are even a better uh fit even better than let's say a sword or whatever the
0: traditional weapon that we
1: would be like even even more so because it's a ranged
0: weapon you know what i'm saying yeah i think pistol fits in beautifully Mm. with aikido's uh, i mean everything the way aikido works and you think about it
2: i think i think i agree um i think that you have to get clear of the um moral kind of reservations that you might have mm-hmm. when talking mm-hmm. about guns and Aikido mm-hmm. because guns are so... they have a connotation in right. our society. For sure. Um, especially in American society. Um, and that can be uh, like... It can bring a question to your mind about how could that fit with Aikido, which is this martial art about peace and you know conflict resolution or whatever. It's it's
0: funny. I think what's great about Mm. guns, actually, is it makes you honestly face something that you probably don't think about all the time, which is swords are designed to cut people in half. Yes. So, I mean, if you look at what a pistol does to someone versus what a sword Mm. does to someone, there's no comparison.
1: Yeah, when you're using... Uh, other Aikido weapons, you never have to really uh, grapple with the reality of that weapon. That's exactly right. You never, especially if if you're only ever training with uh, wooden, a a bokan or a Joe that doesn't have it. You know, you can always just be like, well, it's just, it's a stick, so at the very least, you know. um, But the reality is, like you said, I mean, that is a devastating weapon. Oh, devastating weapon. Ridiculous. You know, and if you you, uh, swap out a, a a spear for the Joe. Oh right, oh, that also yeah. is a spear devastating, will go right through a human devastating being. Devastating yeah. weapon, um, and the way that you have to use it is also devastating. Where it's like you know you you have a gun and you shoot someone at a distance. It's not like in the movies where their head explodes, right? But, um, <laughs> but if you cut someone's arm off, their arm cut comes through off. them. I mean, that's you know. I watched
0: Forged in Fire. I know what that looks like when they cut (laughs) through, you know. And, you know, it's funny. I think it's because, you know, like uh, there's a bunch of fantasy fun stuff with swords. But it's like watch any of the Cold Steel videos or any of these people who are like, you know, using them on pigs and different things. It's like a sword will go right through someone, right through someone. And that's devastating and very disgusting and very, you know, a lot of times when I'm talking to the students and I'm talking about how Aikido works, I'll talk about, well, so if someone is running at me full bore and I drew my sword and I cut them. In half, those halves are still gonna hit me. <laughs> right. You know, right, so right, like right, right. I, I yeah. cut that guy in half. Those the, the top half of them weighing a hundred pounds <laughs> and the bottom half All of them up. weighing a right, hundred right, pounds right, right. still hit me. So you still have to get off the line, you know, and, and like I say that there's always like this look of like disgust, but it's like that's what we're actually talking about. Um, and so I think the pistol, because in our culture, it's a no messing around kind of thing. Like, in, you know, in the United States, we certainly respect the power of pistols. Um, we go, oh, well, that's for real, though. Are you guys really talking about using right. those? Like-
2: yeah. And I think Aikido especially exists in this interesting space where we want to have all the like kind of the fun and games Of or, like, a lot of people that participate in Aikido culture want to have the fun and games of, like, well, we could break wrists if we really wanted to, and, like, we have the lineage of the samurai. So, like, that's serious guy shit. Like, we want to to dip our toes into that, like, hardcore martial world. Um, I'm doing air quotes here. Um, But at the same time, we're also kind of, like, not ready to look at the... The implications of what those right. things would what mean. What happens
1: when you snap someone's wrist? Right, and or we whatever. and we want to call ourselves
2: right. super, um, right. you know, uh, peaceful and you know, uh, nonviolent, and all of these other words that float around with that stuff. And so it's like, I think it's a thing that people don't want to look at, yeah, because yeah. the connotation of <clears throat> guns is very violent. And I, mean, I think that's what it, it brings to I the mind. I think there
0: is there's really a problem there because if you would look at the violence, if you would look at what it means it, to have to survive a deadly encounter and what that could come to, then you're much more apt to go, ooh, what I would like to do is take two steps back right. and say right. the right things to this guy so we never right. do that because right. yes. that's what I would really like to do. Yes. But because we play this thing up there's like, oh, man, if someone messed with me, I'd pull out my sword and I'd cut him up. You know? and then, but imagine what it looks like to cut a right. person up with a sword. And then imagine them falling on the ground and shrieking in pain as their guts pour out. You know, like, this is what we're talking about. And I know a lot of people right now are probably just like, oh, my God. But it's like, that's what you're talking about if you don't want to take two steps back and go, hey, man, let's just not fight, right, you know. Right,
2: right. And I think most people exist on the opposite end of the spectrum, which is at least people in Aikido. They won't only want to look at the good, peaceful, happy, you know, um, I do a sankyo on them and they tap out and they go, oh, I don't want to hurt you, man, you know, and everything kind of works out, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think we 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 exist a little bit in a fantasy world where things are so, um, you know, modern society is mostly peaceful and, and Aikido is pretty peaceful also. And, you know, I think that that's a good thing, but I do also think that it's like, you know, we don't have an idea about like, if you had to really defend yourself in a life or death situation, you may have to hurt someone to the point where maybe their life ends. Right. And that's not something that um is easy to look at. Right. Because no it's one wants not. to think about themselves <clears throat> like um a kind of well, person who has to right. murder somebody.
1: And we I know me and Chris have talked about this and I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast before, but um how, you know, sport, unarmed martial arts are are stupid when it comes to self-defense right. they're just they're 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 stupid right. even if you're the awesomest MMA guy in the world um and you know you can you, you know you're Mike Tyson you can punch like as a means of self-defense right that is dumb right that using that tool your right. fist as a right. tool so it makes sense that you you want to have another tool I wanna, and, and it, if you put once you start having once you know that there's a tool it doesn't matter what the tool is right so right. we're saying it's a gun but it doesn't have to. i mean it could be you know, whatever the tool right. is at the which moment which is you know sort of why uh i made the point about the long gun versus the p- the the pistol, pistol because it doesn't matter right. you know they right. they you you treat them the same
2: i want to add to your statement because i think what you're saying is really good but but i want to like kind of help people to understand what you're saying because I think people go, well, Mike Tyson could knock the fuck out of somebody. Sure. So how are you saying that's stupid as self-defense? Um, I don't I don't think what you're saying is Mike Tyson is uh, would, wouldn't be able to defend himself in a bad situation. What I am saying is that um, for a regular person, for um, someone who's not super physically able whether by choice or by i'm actually saying mike
1: tyson even for mike tyson it's stupid Because i am
2: gonna get there i'm (laughs) gonna get there promise all right what i'm saying is for like take a person who's like regular or a little bit below normal in terms of physicality or small or whatever those are the kind of people that like teaching them how to kick punch and stuff like they're already at a disadvantage right. and that's those aren't the kinds of things that are really going to help them in that kind of situation they need something outside of themselves they need a tool right. like josh said whatever that is a gun um a you know some blunt instrument um a fucking a vase a, you know whatever but i think also the point that josh is making is that at some point everybody meets overwhelming odds and i'm saying that like prob like probability wise not like literally well, in life
1: i'm also saying that like a, a gun versus a it's just it's a it's uh, from an efficiency level yes, it yes. is a stupid it thing is too. a stupid yes. decision that's yeah. a good point too so like I yeah, mean, you know
0: whether you could do that or not aside it isn't the best choice to make yes. right. so if you think your life's on the line whether you could punch someone and knock them out or not is probably not the best choice to make. And probably the best choice to make starts with distancing. It goes way back, you know? You
2: want to put yourself in the best position possible. That's right. You that's want to right. maximize right. all your advantages, right. and using empty hands is not the yeah. way to maximize Going your Going up advantage. to someone
0: and punching them is inherently dangerous. Yes. Because if he's got a knife and you trade, and you're Mike Tyson and he's, you know, a 90-pound crack addict, right. and he swings that knife and hits the right spot, that's it for you. It was a bad right. choice to make to get in, in range of that guy. Absolutely. Um, and so so this, this whole like fantasy thing, you know, and, and I think a lot of times when people talk about like, uh, you know, like I'm a big proponent of saying like, well, in Aikido really I don't think it's a good idea to learn to box. And, and not that learning to box aside from Aikido is not fine, but learning to box and thinking that's a part of Aikido or putting in at Aikido, it's a bad idea. I think, it, I think it doesn't do what you want to do with the system of Aikido. Um, and I think a lot of times they think I'm saying that because I'm like a hippie and my idea is like, oh, it's too violent. It, but I would counter that with saying, no, I think you should shoot them with a gun. Like, right, right. if someone's going to threaten my life and kill me, I don't want to take any chance in, in right. mixing it up with them doing fisticuffs. Well, you know? that like, also
2: doesn't mean uh, that you're going to go around shooting people. No, absolutely
0: not. And this is why you should say a system like Aikido, which is Built on never getting into that right. situation.
2: Well,
1: and what's interesting is if you th- if you think about it, uh, so boxing, kicking, whatever, it actually is working against your Aikido, right? Whereas having a tool, a gun, and you know, uh, they work in the in con- they stack. They work. Right. They stack really nicely together. Yes. A- yes. Essentially. yes. Yeah. And- you know, so it's like, yeah, you can learn to box, but if you're if you're trying to box in a situation where you're doing Aikido, uh, that's not you are working against yourself you are causing yourself problems so you know in that and that's why a gun it fits so well i feel like aikido really works well with any tool it's like built right that's what it's built for
2: let's dive into that a little bit because i think part of what jared's asking is like how might i train my aikido with a gun so like What are some of the pieces that I can put in, put those two together and make them work nicely together? Right.
0: Let's go from the lamest out because um, I think the lamest is honestly what most people think would be the most advantageous. And I personally think is the lamest um, use, but also valid, right? Um, And that's weapon retention, uh, meaning, and, and from the standpoint of someone's already got hands on me. Right. So if anyone is trying to control me and I have a firearm and they're not controlling the firearm directly, or my hand that is is pointing the gun, I will begin to put rounds in target. Right, and so so you know if you're bear hugging me and you're not checking my weapon hand, I'm going to put bullets in you. Um, now we could make an argument about how many bullets you could take at point blank range before you die, but but or or can't cause me damage anymore. I think very few would be a guess, and you know I mean we could look at the statistics, yeah. we could go at this all day. But meaning that if if you're not directly controlling my weapon hand and I've got a gun likely you're not going to prevail, right? So, in a grappling range. Right, in a grappling range with grappling being the objective, right? Right. So so you're going to try to control my hand. Well, Aikido is chock full of ways to clear your hand from situations. I mean, all the techniques essentially are right. based right. on that concept. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and when you think about stuff like Shionage, you might think that's really stupid, but what Shionage allows you to do is turn around the arm and shoot from a new angle if you're talking about a firearm. Um, all the web all the things do this you know, Kokunage can be used to clear someone who's trying to get your weapon hand. The Sankakusabaki, the triangular step, that clears your weapon hand. You know, like all this stuff is built to get your weapon free and back in the fight, which is what you need. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I feel like we, and we've talked about it before that like once you start training with a a, a weapon of some sort, um, Tanto knife, blah blah, blah et cetera, You will quickly see uh, what the forms, what the forms are prescribing. Right. You know, and I think that a lot of times there's a confusion about what the forms are prescribing. So, for instance, katate dori ikio versus um, shomenuchi ikio. Right. Those are. Let me make sure I'm correct when I say that. Uh, there, there's two different things being prescribed in there, depending on how you're doing. Right. Whether you're on the attacking the side or the right, defending side, right, rad, right, um, and so yeah, just training with a weapon like that, you be you, you will begin to really clearly see um, how the the each of the techniques sort of benefits you with that right. with that weapon. Yeah. Right,
2: and on that topic, so. All um, A lot of the techniques that are allowing you to free your hand, if someone's grabbing your hand and, and in order for you to retain your weapon, are the same techniques that you would use um, in order to disarm a weapon from someone else.
0: Right, and that's, that's right in their second, like these two are right next to each other, disarming mm-hmm. and weapon retention.
2: Right, and it's all the same shit just because they're it's we're working with their grab doesn't right. matter what they're holding whether you're freeing their grab from holding onto a weapon or whether you're freeing their grab from your wrist right it's that's the right. same stuff that's right and it, it, there's some tweaks there but it's it's essentially the same thing and the techniques are chock full of those that's right
0: okay and then uh moving do you guys have anything else to no i that? mean just yeah, you know, no moving up from there no. i would put our pinning technique second And I think, you know, it's funny because a lot of people look at our pinning techniques and say they're stupid. They are by far the best pins to do if you're armed and had to pin someone for whatever fucking reason. Compared to any anything else that you're going to see in Western wrestling or Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And the reason is because you are always keeping your weapon, whether it's holstered or in your hand, away from them, which is what you want. And yeah. that's also why variations of these kind of pins are what's taught to police. I was just going to say. Right. Because they're keeping that weapon free and, and keeping it, making it very difficult for them to get your weapon in any way, which is right. what you want.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. And also uh, – and we've talked about it before, so if you, we may have heard it, but uh, it also while well, also keeping you uh, autonomous as much as that possible. That is 100% so right. Keep, keeping them from being able to um, control your body if you need to bail on that situation right. and make distance again right. to be able to use your right. weapon.
0: Right, and let's look at what that means, right? So we got a situation where perhaps I'm armed, maybe I'm a citizen carrying or law enforcement, either one, and I have a firearm on my person, and you know some freaked out person that I have I I have the assumption, I feel in my heart that I can take care of this person without having used deadly force and I attempt to go hands on with them and control them and they're freaking out and I need to hold them down and I'm using an Aikido style pin and then suddenly I realize the situation's not what I thought it was. This person's more of a beast. This person is armed. This person has 3 friends that are coming from behind me, whatever it is. From the kinds of pins we use in Aikido, I can easily leave them and go back to my weapon platform, which is what I would want to do, right? Like, this is deadly now. I have to use deadly force.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: So pins, I would put pins, you know, uh, one up in the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, uh, controlling of distance and movement with A weapon. So uh, Aikido teaches you, if you train it correctly, how to move and use a weapon at the same time. Uh, And that's what you should be learning in Jiwaza, whether your school practices it or not, that's what you you should be learning. And so you learn how to process doing stuff, like making a successful shot uh, or or hitting something, if that's what it is, while getting out of the way of things coming at you, which is a tremendously useful skill when you're talking about using a firearm. Right.
2: In terms of not only... Uh, avoiding their bodies as they come in, getting off the line, like you were saying about cutting them in half. You know, you want to mm-hmm. get off that that line still, um, but also in case there's someone else who is shooting back at you, mm-hmm. you are still moving or swinging a baseball bat or right. whatever the hell
0: they're doing. Right.
1: This is uh, we were talking about this earlier tonight. That that twenty one twenty one foot, foot rule, foot, yeah, foot rule. Um, and uh, I was watching some TV show, and you know, good guy, bad guy, and blah blah blah. Twenty four, like, um. And I just thought, like, to me, it was, like, D- that is the stupidest thing in the world because it's, like, if I'm at 21 feet... um no one's going to cover that ground because for every foot they make, I'm making a foot out of the way. So
2: explain you know the I'm rule saying? for people who haven't heard of it.
1: I don't know. what You probably explain it better. Than, yeah. So 21 rule
0: is basically, and it's, it's used for law enforcement, which is if someone has a melee weapon, a contact weapon, like a stick, a knife, something like that, and they are within 21 feet of you, it will probably take you more time to get out your weapon, acquire a target and use your weapon. than it takes them to cover that much distance and hit you with with the weapon. So, I meaning, if a guy's got a knife and he's within 21 feet of you and he runs at you, you're probably not going to be able to get out your weapon, get sights on, and and use your weapon and stop him before he can make contact with you.
1: And so, you know, my thought immediately with that is like, yeah, that's um, contingent on the person staying still right. in place. And so, what Aikido should be teaching you is, as he's coming in, you are also moving while you're drawing your weapon while you're acquiring targets all of that's happening in motion which allows you to keep that distance right, right right and now obviously that's if you have to train that uh so maybe that 21 foot rule is you know actually probably is true or works but to me it's like well if you train at all you should be able to and we've done it before oh yeah um and
0: i mean if- honestly so look at the video of josh and maya i think it's in the knife fights don't exist uh video and yeah. um maya has a uh we're using an airsoft gun um she's oh, got right, an airsoft right, right, right. gun and josh's coming to get her and um it's not that he didn't contact her but josh uh, maya was never at 21 feet from josh and she was definitely able to put many rounds on I think josh that
2: box was like eight to ten feet yeah so you know, so, it so it's tiny. like
0: he never had that advantage and, and aikido <laughs> trains you to do that very directly in my opinion um and it's something you have to train if you have never tried to move around with a weapon uh, while someone's trying to get you and you're trying to get away from them it will take you a while right. to gain the skill set and
2: it cracks my ass up when people say your style of aikido is just running away you're just you're just walking backwards whatever version of right, that shit right right Try to do right. this with a gun and move around and get rounds on target, and you will realize it's not as simple as it right. looks. Uh, that's exactly right. And it's a trained skill. Yeah. And it, and running away is one thing, but to shoot and run and move and continue to shoot and actually hit the person is something else entirely. That's right. And, yeah. and replace that for or whatever swing. weapon, yeah, swing, whatever yeah. it is.
1: It's really interesting you'll see, uh, and we've seen it, uh, we saw I've seen it a lot with people. you, you will do GiaWaza and people can do GiaWaza and it looks great and you know whatever <laughs> and then uh and then we give them here's a pool noodle now you just have the same thing you're just hitting someone with it, and suddenly it's it's ugly suddenly it's like they can't do any of the things that they were just doing really super nicely um they can't do it nicely anymore yeah right. and the only difference is they have this weapon and it's because they haven't trained to move with with the weapon you know that's right that's so. right
2: and and i mean i think this is obvious to anybody that has used a gun or hopefully um that you have to train not just in the range like you have to go not just oh i have aikido and i have you know i've shot at the range so therefore i can use my gun in a live situation and i'm using my aikido like that'll blend seamlessly like you have to actually do it right right. like you have to run drills where you or drawing your weapon where you're in far where you're in close with someone, yes. you know.
0: Going around obstacles, trying not yes. to shoot your friends. Like there's yes. there's a ton of stuff, you know. And so like the the firearm course I teach, you know, like we do spend time at the range for sure, but we spend a lot of time indoors um working around objects um and now we're talking about like house clearing. We're just talking about like if you're running around in the street and there's a telephone pole in your way, can you get out of the way of that to make a shot or can you use that telephone pole so they can't get to you, you know? Like things like this this is the kind of training you have to do where you're constantly moving in, in live different environments and dealing with all kinds of different contingencies. You know, we would learn lots, lots of drills where, you know, they can't fire, or I'll pop up in front of them, or, you know, they've got to wait for this thing. or And that's, you want their mind working in lots of different ways. So that way they can deal with the stress of the unfolding situation.
2: Um, so talking about like actually implementing training with firearms in Aikido, what kind of uh Technology would you use to train with, in addition to well, like a you, live so, firearm. Uh,
1: so even stepping back, I mean, do you think that? So if it's something obviously that you as, as a person they they they're interested in using a gun and like they they definitely should. Adds to what Maya's saying, um but I'm wondering is like would would you suggest that we add a firearm component into? Like use the same way we do a bow the yadi, the the spear, the joe, and a and a the the
0: knife. Um. So it all depends on what you want to do, man. Well, um, I'm saying for
1: you personally, because I, I mean we haven't done it yet. You know,
0: in like the aikido. It, yeah,
2: put yeah, it into the aikido in, class.
1: Into actually into right, aikido. Right.
0: So uh, look, if I ever decided that I wanted to teach one thing that was the Chris Hine system, and and you know if I wanted to call that aikido then it probably would. But the way I see it right now is it's like, well, Aikido is its own complete thing and it works nicely, perfectly with pistols. Um, but I teach the pistols in a separate right. class. And and I just think that clarifies things, yeah. you know. And I honestly would like all of my students to feel that Aikido is not the be-all, end-all. It just has a, a set of, a context right. that it works really well in. It, so this is and this is sort of my point.
1: It's like I think the the system itself gives you the opportunity right. to be able to yes, use whatever right. it is you want to do. And I think if you get caught up in like Aikido is about the Boken or Aikido is about the blah blah blah, you kind of lose scope of like what what do all of these have in com- right. what are the common yeah, right, the common right, things. Right. And by doing that, then you can use it in any situation. Right. So I could That's use correct. it with a sword or a stick or a gun or a knife or a long gun or short. You know, right, right. Well, right.
2: yeah. What you feel your job is in the Aikido class with your Aikido students is to give them the system of Aikido. That's right. On which they can layer. That's right, you know, whatever they whatever want. Whatever they right. feel comfortable using, right. Right. you know, whether that's training with pepper spray, if they want to do that, that's right. or whatever that's it is. right.
0: I feel like my job as an Aikido teacher is to teach people Aikido and that Aikido should basically match up with with what everyone else in the world says about Aikido, you know. And and in lots of ways, you know, like we're always like, oh, ours is so different. But it, but it's, it's I mean, not, I think one of our Aikido yet. students could go in any other school and go like, oh, I'm totally down because that's what Aikido is now my job also as an aikido instructor is to explain to the students what aikido is actually doing like how it actually works and then once you do that your mind kind of opens up and you can use it in a million situations but that that's that's all part of aikido and so when you ask me you know like you know would you add boxing would you add guns would you add any of the stuff my answer is really no um and it's not because those things are terrible or wrong it's just because once you understand the system, you can pull whatever you want in it, right, and, right. and those belong to be taught in a different right.
1: way. And so, this question could have actually easily as, as easily have been like, uh, "How does pepper spray work?" Right. With ideas? exactly right, like yes. a total, you know, or or whatever the 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 thing is. Sorry, now you can- No, no, I think questions.
2: that was a good thing to say first before yeah, we yeah, yeah. went yeah. on to what I Actually, was Actually, I do
0: want to add one more thing before we go on to what you were saying because yeah. we, we hadn't quite finished up our, our escalation back.
1: Oh, sorry. Because
0: um, I think um, uh, along with distancing, like so distancing and movement and then true distancing, understanding what safe distances and deadly distances are, mm-hmm. you know, so Josh talking about the 21 foot rule, honestly, to me, the one step rule is really where you're at and that's the Aikido Ma'ai and like, you know, that's the last safe distance you can possibly have. Um, so understanding that um, and understanding in that how you would um, uh, hold your body. And Aikido does a lot to teach you about uh, like Hanmi, Gyaku Hanmi, Ai Hanmi and how you use them. And that actually is teaching you about weapon stuff whether you realize it or not. It's so interesting because um, when
1: uh, – so me and Maya do some sword training stuff and a lot of times we end up like kind of grappling. Um, and all of the grappling that ends up happening, like they, we always end up in – like one of two positions and, and usually it's that side-to-side position yep. that Aikido, like always, 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 always and that is because that's the the safest position to be in when they have a weapon. That's right. And yes. so Aikido teaches you very simply like you don't want to be anywhere in front of them. That's right. Like, and especially square. And so you either want to be at one of those Ahamni, I homni or better yet, behind or to the side of them. You that's know? right. Um, and it's really interesting because we do that not even really thinking about it like we're just grappling over the sword but that's that's what ends up and what happens every time some sort of aikido technique
2: and that's why i would challenge anyone this is maybe a little off topic but i would challenge anyone who says that aikido techniques are not uh for weapons or not good for weapons I would challenge them to grapple around with weapons a little bit and, and see, what, see happens. what the fuck yeah. happens. Yeah. Exactly right. And you'll you'll see that your Aikido techniques pop up. Dude, yeah. Um they're, and they're so good. once you get through the stage of going, ah um, <laughs> they, those things will all start to happen. Those That's positions right. will hey, we're in we're in the um, you know, Ushiro Ryote position. Right. How did that right. happen? Right. You know? It's crazy.
0: Yeah, it will happen all the time anyway uh so next back from that i would say uh, aikido's ability to deal with multiple attackers um and like this is a huge thing because in the real world where you might have to use a gun to protect yourself you don't know what other shit you have to be aware of. And that's not only like, you know, some guy sneaking up behind you. It's also like some grandma walking around a corner that you don't want to shoot. You know, so so of the safety rules, you know, um, know. be aware of your target, uh, what's beyond and around it. You know, like that's absolutely key. And Aikido teaches you how to keep that soft vision that you can look at stuff in crazy, adrenaline-filled situations. Yes. Um, and so it teaches you to, to track multiple things at once. And so that's super useful when we're talking about firearms.
2: That's the awareness level yes. of, of our Aikido system. That's right. And that's number one, I mean, at the top of the chain of things that you want to be doing.
0: Right, yeah, yeah you want to have it. Yeah. And especially with a gun. Right, exactly you know, like, right, yeah. exactly right. Um, and then um, what I would put uh, even further back that's super useful for Aikido training is the mentality that we have in Aikido, which should be, I'm not here to fight or be Billy Badass, I just want a peaceful yes. situation. Like,
2: And when you have a fucking gun, you have to have that mentality times 20. That's right. I think, you know, I mean, I think this is where guns get their negative reputation, which is that that they're so powerful and they are can be potentially life-ending for people they're destructive in their nature Um, unlike a knife or any other kind of thing that like maybe has other functions a gun really doesn't have other functions than to destroy right and so people see them as this very negative powerful thing and the kind of people often that are attracted to that power are um the kind of people that want to lord it over others um and so i think it's super important that you know that you have that kind of ability to uh, discern what kind of situation you need to use the the weapon in, and when it's not time for that. Right, that's exactly right. And I think there are that that being said, I think there are a lot of people that are you know weapon owners or gun owners that are very aware very self-aware and very very well trained in that
0: sure and i think that that aikido mindset goes you know perfectly with mm-hmm. that it's funny yeah. you know so when i was doing a, a bunch of certification stuff i was talking to the gun guys and uh uh they they you know at one point we introduced ourselves and so you know i said i'm a professional martial artist and uh one of the guys had asked um what martial art and i said aikido and, and they weren't very familiar with it you know and so he said oh you know what kind of stuff does aikido teach And I said, well, and they were like, oh, is it boxing or, you know, what what kind of stuff is that? Oh, none of that. Aikido is really about like being aware of your surroundings, um, making good distance with people, trying to to fit into the best position possible, getting good position, um, understanding what's going on, um, moving with attacks. And they were like, oh, it sounds just like this stuff. And, yeah. and so to them, the way I was describing the martial art of Aikido seemed perfectly logical. Whereas, you know, you hang out with an MMA guy and they're like, what do you do? You Why distance? Would you? What? Why would you? I don't understand. So you just to hit them? them or, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly right. And so it's like when you see the different mentalities, when we talk about people who are like, how do I preserve life, period, which is… By the way, what Aikido's idea is, I don't want to kill or hurt anyone. And so when you have a firearm, your idea is I'm preserving life. And so if preserving life means you have to take a life to preserve many lives, that's what a firearm's for. But I want to preserve it all. Mm -hmm. And so Aikido's mindset is exactly right for that. So the philosophy and mindset learned in Aikido to me is the most useful thing for firearms use. Yes. All right, so now...
2: Okay, now we can go back to the question about... The more mundane question of... No, I just wanted to, you know, for people that are listening, they're like, yeah, I want to train. I want to do this. I want to do this. sounds great. Um, What kind of tools can you use to, um, you know, what kind of like fake... Gun replacement items. Gun Gun replacement (laughs) items. I'm
0: rolling in my grave and I'm not dead yet.
2: What kind of fake guns should uh, you use? You know what the
0: fuck I mean. What kind of training tools should you use? Yes. What kind
2: of training items? Is this Um,
0: real? Is this real? So so it's like you know, I am I am a, a super advocate of proper training tool for proper time. Um and so like, you know, if you've seen my stuff with knife stuff, it's like Hey, look, there's a time for rubber knives, there's a time for foam, there's a time for steel, there's a time for wood, there's a time for sharp knives, you know, there's a time for all these things. And I feel exactly the same with firearms. Um, of course, the place you should probably start with firearms is a firearm. Um, if you're doing a whole bunch of training with one, but you don't own one and you're never gonna use one, well, then we're not talking about a practical thing anyway. So it doesn't matter. You know, like if you wanna do movie shit, do movie shit. Or if you wanna, you know, whatever, do some historic gun stuff, cool but you you've got to get a firearm first um and you need to get the training to go with that so and we're talking about implements not right now and and not training but but you know you've got to learn to use the firearm safely okay so you've got a firearm next you need some kind of dummy weapon that you can train with in a myriad of situations so some kind of rubber gun, uh, a blue gun, red a gun. red gun, Yellow, whatever. a, you know, there's all kinds of guns out there to train with, a cert uh, pistol, something like that. So you want something that can take a lot of abuse. Uh, maybe a cert's actually not the thing for this, but something that take a ton of abuse. You can bash against stuff. You can throw it against the wall. Something that doesn't fire anything off, um, is not delicate, doesn't have anything that's going to break a finger or scratch or cut anyone's face. So um,
2: basically a brightly colored rubber.
0: Exactly. Uh, like
2: gun-shaped implement right
0: exactly right. right yeah 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 a gun-like object
2: gun-like um, object yeah there yeah you
0: go. and so um so so that you need one of those um and that's going to be useful for any of your retention stuff disarming stuff um holstered pinning stuff any of that kind of stuff and
1: those can can or cannot be uh the same as the the actual weapon that you're going to use like the closer i mean so you can definitely train with a gun like, you know, a piece of wood that is cut into the sure. shape of a gun. That's going to be slightly different than if you're training with a gun that approximates the size and shape of your actual weapon, especially right. in drawing and right. some of those other right, things. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, so if you're if you're really mostly interested in, like, say, disarming, you're like, well, I'm not going to have a gun, but I want to be able to deal with guns, you know, and that's not this question. But then, yeah, some anything that's in that shape um, will kind of work. But the more you get into, like— holding the gun, um, keeping gun by your side, um, operating the gun, anything like that. You want it to be closer to, to, to the gun you have. And it just depends on the kind of drills you're running. So if you're running a lot of like from the holster drills, then you need a gun. That's a lot like yours, you know? Um, next up from that is, uh, in my opinion, an airsoft gun is what you want. Um, and that is a, a wonderful tool. Um, because so look, there's lots of ways you can go with that. You could go the, um, I can't even remember all the, the fancy names now, but there's um, uh, like Simunition or UTD. I can't remember the name of the other company, but the, basically they're companies that make uh, rounds that have a, a little wax head on it. Um, and they're just the primer. So not there's no gunpowder in it. Um, and I'm getting too technical, but uh, anyways, um, and you swap out the barrel in your actual firearm and you put this different kind of ammunition in there and a person can be shot with it and no one dies and everything's fine. So Uh, it's
2: actually like the body of your real gun, but then you replace the barrel and you use these. That's right. That's right.
0: You know, and, and so, like, if it's a semi automatic, you do have to replace the spring. I don't need to get into all the details, but basically, it shoots wax bullets. And um, uh, you can use that to train. And, and what's great about that is it teaches you to clear malfunctions, it teaches you how the gun's going to fire, how to cycle the gun, when the gun's going to jam in different kinds of situations. So, it teaches you a lot more. Um, so, that's a way to go. And you can also get most of that with an airsoft gun. And I think an airsoft gun's the next step because. They're much more inexpensive. Um, they are readily available. Um, repairing them and fixing them is is really easy. Um, I, I just think that they're a good way to go. And and what that's going to do is it's going to give you the ability actually to squeeze the trigger and see if you're putting rounds where you want to put rounds, or if they're flying off into outer space, or what you're doing with them. You know, and it won't give you the recoil. Of, a, of a, a actual round going through it, but it gives you a lot of the same ideas. So what you have to do is you have to you have to trade out these different training implements as you go. And so once you're doing that, then maybe you need to be doing some like um, uh, IDPA, like defensive pistol stuff. And there's different things where you can go to ranges and you shoot different targets and you run around, and you try and you know get it. And this gives you the action. Now that's with no one live, so it's not going to be close quarter stuff. But you're getting the idea of how to run the gun in different situations where maybe the gun goes down or gets dirty or all kinds of different stuff. So um, this is probably maybe more in-depth than it needed to be. No,
2: I think that's good.
0: Um, But you need to run all these myriads of situations because you can't do everything with one tool. Uh, It's just like, you know, if you wanted to learn knife fighting... Well, the best tool would be... Knife finding doesn't exist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to learn knife work. I I just want to be consistent in our messaging. It's true. It's true. It's true. I got sloppy. I got sloppy. But anyway,
0: so um, if you're going to do some kind of knife work, um, a sharp knife is the best tool in the sense that it is exactly the tool you're going to use, so it will teach you the most. Now, the problem is all your training partners will die (laughs) and you'll probably get get cut, cut, so you can't do that, right? And the gun's the same exact way. Like, the actual gun you're going to use is the best tool, but um, it... It has it's lots too dangerous. of yeah, lots of lots it's of. It's the reason
1: that we you know use Bocan versus right exactly or right. versus Bocan versus exactly right.
0: So so I think you know if you want to get serious about it, you need to have your firearm. You need to have a similar style uh, inert gun that's like a piece of rubber, wood, something like that that you know you can beat the hell out of, um, and then an airsoft or uh, simunition kind of kind of tool.
2: That's super helpful.
0: And then you just start running drills. Yeah.
2: What kind of drills do you think people could start off with?
0: It depends on how serious you are and and what you want to work from. So I I think stress drills like uh, I'll work these guys um, real hard just making them draw from the holster. Um, because working through progressions of drawing from the holster stresses you out. And if done correctly, it's a lot of stress, and you start seeing when people don't have good trigger control, when people are not being able to put their sights on quickly, when all kinds of weird stuff, weird glitches in their brain, you know, all kinds of things will happen, and and it'll come come out there. And doing that with um, uh, an airsoft gun, if you shoot yourself in the foot with an airsoft pellet, that's not a problem um, other than the fact that now you you don't, for a couple months, get to use your live gun for that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So. So we got a progression up, uh, and 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 so working from the holster is, is a lot of where I would start because I think working from the holster, whether and and holster I'm putting in quotes here because it could be you know whatever your your concealed carry yeah, position yeah. is, whatever it is. But working from a, uh, I'm not going to use a weapon position. to I am going to use a weapon position um, and being able to do that quickly, and then being able to do that with added degrees of stress while someone's pushing you, while you're running away, while you're running at something, while you're going from sitting to standing, while you're going, you know, all these different kinds of ways because if you can't get the gun out you can't use the gun so i would start with drills like that working around that and then from that i would work with uh weapon retention drills weapon disarming drills close quarters stuff so you can i was
1: gonna say you know for me the the starting place just because it if you're start if you are starting on your own um the place to start would be the weapon retention and the other because you've already seen it in Aikido, so right. you already have a little right, bit of right, a. Right. So it's it's a little easier to grab onto than some of the other stuff. Like, and obviously we have you to help run through those those more advanced drills. Um, but if you don't, a good place is just yeah, get your get your gun, have someone grab you. Right. And see if you can do, you know, literally
0: yeah. put a gun in your hand, a gun-like object in your hand, and run through the forms. Right. right. From like Tate or Yeah. And watch what happens yes. as you run through the forms. Right, exactly. Because you'll be blown away by how the forms take care of it all by and, themselves. And the
1: same with, the, I would say, the same. You know, not only with the the kiyo waza but with the nage waza as right. well. Exactly right. Um, because very informative. it'll be real. That to me, I think the throws will be the thing that really kind of you know show you some some things so
2: yeah absolutely i think a thing too like a a lot of the the way that you're talking from in terms of training is kind of geared more towards if you're going to have a concealed carry of some kind Mm -hmm. or yeah any kind of open carry doesn't matter carrying it on your person your day-to-day life right um that's not i mean so that's like a, a reality for some people but that may not be a reality for a lot of people um, you know, whether they're just not interested in it or it's not available to them in their Culture, wherever they live. Because, yeah. um, like, for me, I, I don't think that I'll probably get my concealed carry, even if I can get it really easily from Chris. Like, it's just not something that I uh, feel like I need for my life. Um, that being said, I think that studying guns and being able to handle them is still really important. Right. One, I think it's fun. But two, I think it's um, really important because you don't know what kind of situation you could get in and being able to feel comfortable um, taking a gun apart, shooting it, you know, loading and unloading it. Those are all super useful things, you know, being able to disarm someone and, you know, or retain your own handgun, whether it's yours or not is super helpful. Um, And also, you know, all this stuff translates to other weapons really easily. So at the end of the day, you know, it may not be a gun in your hand, but, um, it's something in your hand and so being feeling comfortable it's a little different with a projectile weapon versus you know something you're swinging but the the ideas remain the same and getting comfortable training something with something in your hand and doing aikido with whatever that thing is is i think really important mm-hmm.
1: right no i think 100% i yeah. mean i think what chris is saying about a gun but it can be anything tanto like putting it in your hand and running the the techniques is like it should be eye opening for you. Yes. Um, unless you've already done it and had your eyes open, then it's uh,
2: right. Know. And you doing a giouaza, doing a Rondori with right. with a weapon right, right, of some right. kind, exactly right. whatever it is, you know. Yeah. And I think I don't know. I we've talked about this before, but it it peeves me that you know a lot of people kind of like to jump to the. We live in a civilized society, you know, we're not like weapons are mostly not available to us. And what if we don't live in America and we're not able to, you know, the guns are not available. We, I live in the UK. There's no guns, whatever. Um, weapon doesn't just mean a knife, a gun, um, you know, a stun gun, pepper spray, right. you know, the, the stereotypical weapons that people carry. Like a weapon can be anything. It can be my metal water bottle, yeah, you know, absolutely. whatever it is like there are weapons everywhere all the time and I am very suspicious when people say that they're interested in self defense but that they don't think training with weapons is worthwhile or realistic because I don't think that people who say that have thought all the way through the seriousness and the intensity Of being in a situation that is stacked against you and needing something like that and so you should if you care about self-defense seriously and you may not no worries but if that's something that you're interested in then you should be interested in weapons and and figuring out how to make those available in whatever form to you whether it's carrying it on your person or being able to constantly identify things that you can use whatever that is
0: yeah, it's funny, you know. There's this, this, this stupid scene in uh, Gross Point Blank, and I've seen I've seen the similar kind of scene in other movies, but where like uh the there's these two assassins, and one's like how many how many items could you kill someone with right here, and one guy's eleven, and the other guy's like yeah. actually thirteen. You forgot the this and this, Whatever. you know. And uh, it's so funny because I remember when I was a kid seeing that and kind of pins him to death, kind of thinking you know? yeah, kind of thinking like uh like oh what a cool skill. And then you know as I started to learn about this stuff, going like. Infinite is the answer. Right, like right. how many things here? Infinite. Right. You know, like how, how long are you going to give me to go through right. the objects? Because it, it, just stuff to hurt people is all over. Right. And so like learning that and, and being able to have that kind of mindset. That Even it's if like, it's like I take off my shoe. Sure. You know, your shoe sure. is <laughs> better than your, your sweater, you know, your like, belt, say, yeah, your, your
2: shirt, your yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: A lamp, a fire extinguisher. Uh, I mean, there's just so many things around you every day. That are are wonderful weapons.
2: You can put bricks in and your the, purse. The beautiful thing. <laughs> Interesting. <sighs> tip tip for the ladies uh, out there: put soap put in your socks. In your shirt. You, you, put ever, a, you
0: ever in the shower with your socks on and yeah. get attacked?
2: Put a put a cat in a bag put and a swing it cat. around.
0: Cats have claws. All right, man. That's no joke. Cat in a bag.
1: What what's awesome is, and I think the 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 takeaway from this whole episode, I I would like people to get is that. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. Aikido is built for that, whatever right, it is. Right, right. So whatever your question is about a weapon, you know, Aikido can plug in. Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know.
0: It's like it's a fundamental core set of ideas that you can stick all kinds of crap onto. Right. Yeah,
2: yes, and it, it you know it's uh, levelable. You know. Yeah, very much so. Basic Aikido is basic Aikido, but but you can add stuff to it as you see fit, and that and you should, you know, see what is right for you. You know,
0: right. Okay, oh, guys, man. we're forty nine minutes, oh. so uh,
1: yeah, we trucked right through that. That one. was a good one. I'm glad that uh, that he threw that yeah, out thanks, to us. Thanks, yes. Jared. Hopefully, we answered it to his. Uh, you know, as, as this
0: this was also a real hard one to talk about. Hey, uh, Jared Wills wants to hear about guns. Guns are right, guns. guns yeah. oh Let's talk about God. guns, sweet guns. It was
2: easy for us. We're all like, yeah, okay. What about?
0: I'm
1: actually. Uh, I have not been to the range in a, in a year, probably. Yeah, almost. since since uh, Corona. Yeah. And uh, well, not quite a year because um, I was going pretty much every week up until right. when they closed. Um, so it's kind of sad. Yeah. I, I mean, I could have gone back. They they did reopen a, a, a couple of times with, you know, but I just hadn't, I haven't been in.
0: So. Maya and I did a workshop. Was that after March or was that before? No, March? that was before March. Before March.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think As, we went once since lockdown. Yeah. But oh, that's yeah, yeah.
0: It. Yeah. I went shooting one time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I think too, I mean, I think after a certain point with, with with you know, target practice, like mm. you get to a pretty good level and- Perishable then, skill. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. It's a perishable <laughs> skill. Yeah, I mean it's something you have to keep up on, but like it's you know I think you can you can kind of beat it to death.
1: You can like, you right, and uh, it it comes back fairly. It quickly. comes back yes. really quick,
2: and yeah. so you should you know re up every so often. But it's like one of those things that like you know the using a gun doesn't just mean going to the range. It means doing all of these other things to yeah. to get you have really to, comfortable. You have to
1: be you have to be doing something at the rate. You can't just go and yeah. punch you know that's right punch the ticket or whatever. You have to be working on. It's yeah. kind of like
0: anything else. If you will put a good amount of time in it, you know, a year or two, like regularly doing stuff, like you know, like Josh was saying, like going every week um, or a couple times a week is awesome. But like going super regularly, um, it will get into your muscle memory, and then you know, it's it's it, it is a perishable skill, meaning but that it, comes, it will go away, right, but it, but comes, it back comes back relatively it. quickly. Yeah.
1: All right, but I do I I see Maya's point also that like. You can, you could go every week and get nothing out of it. Yeah, most yeah. people do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like this thing, you know, like people are like oh, I go through, you know, two hundred rounds every time I go to the range, and it's like if you have a box of fifty and you're right. really putting your right. mind in it, it's a exhausting right. I box shoot of fifty, like twenty five. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man. Yeah, I mean, my my brain gets taxed. Yeah.
2: Well, and if you're doing dry fire practice and stuff in between, That's which right. you probably should be, and doing dummy rounds yeah. and stuff, then. You don't need that many rounds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and thank our patrons.
2: All right. Um, thank you so much to all of our patrons. You guys make it possible for us to continue to do, the po- do this podcast. So um, it's uh, this is brought to you like by viewers like you. Brought
0: yeah. to you by <laughs> listeners. Listeners. By the number no. seven and the letter right. C. <laughs> we have no viewers That's a yet. Sesame
2: Street joke <laughs> for you guys, in case you were wondering. All right. Uh, thank you so much to the Dirt Wasp Podcast. Chris, Protector of Ducks, co-mouth, Jeremy, Nick Bullman, Brad V, Yarrow Madrona. The Hatchet Man, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear-Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marchin Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Akuna. Awesome.
0: You Thank All you,
2: right. guys. <sighs> I tried to make that in like... One, one rather than do oh, okay. it.
1: <laughs> we need to just uh, do, you need to do like the micro machine voice. Uh, she has no idea. You don't don't know. I don't, uh, I no you're getting clue. blank face right now. So, back in the day, <laughs> and you look it up, it's fine. No one, needs you, to. Look it up. You, you look it up, you look it up, you look it up. All right, um, tip of the week. Um, We've already had a few good ones, there's a big there, yeah. pull from this episode.
2: I mean, I think it depends if you're interested in. And if you're in a place, if you live in a place where you have access to firearms, then um, it would be, you know, plan out some training for yourself and see at what level are, are you wanting to use a handgun in your life? You know, is that something where you're thinking of having your concealed carry, in which case... You know, I would suggest dive into it if you want to have one but not carry it, then maybe it's a different level of training, you know, or if you want to be able to handle one, if it if there was one in a situation that you were in, then, you know, maybe a different kind of skill set, you know, so think about what you're picturing, you know, with those situations that that you might be in Mm -hmm. with a a firearm and then plan for that and make sure that you fill out those areas of training, though, and that you're not just doing target practice. Right.
1: Uh, I would say going back to it it's already been said twice, we'll say it again, um, put a weapon in your hand and, and go through all the techniques. Yeah. And see see how they how they work. See how they work. See how, you know, uh Shomenuchi Ikkyo works if you have a knife compared to Katate Doi Ikkyo. Right. Yes. Um which you may think it's the same thing, you know. Right. And it's not. <laughs> so
0: All right. Okay, guys. We will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Goodbye.